Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Research shows that one of the healthiest diets you can follow is the Mediterranean diet, in which fish and vegetables figure prominently. If you decide to follow a pescatarian diet a plant-based regimen that includes fish and seafood you will cut your risk of developing cardiovascular disease, cancer, and cognition problems. But if you opt to incorporate more fish into your diet, be sure to choose varieties with minimal contamination from heavy metals. Fish and seafood have the advantage of being low-calorie and protein-rich with little to no saturated fat. These foods provide beneficial omega-3 fatty acids, which may help protect you from cardiovascular disease, high blood pressure, cancer and dementia. In addition, they're high in iron and B vitamins. University of Michigan Integrative Medicine recommends having fish two to four times a week in servings of four to six ounces. The highest amounts of omega-3 fats occur in oily fish like anchovies, salmon, tuna and trout. Boosting the vegetables in your diet is a win-win. Not only do vegetables contain fiber to improve your digestion, but they also supply vitamins minerals and plant compounds that can help protect you from diseases such as heart disease, cancer, type 2 diabetes and kidney problems. Because they are low in calories, they may also help you lose or maintain your weight. You have a rainbow of choices when you add more vegetables to your diet leafy greens, starchy vegetables, beans and legumes, red and orange vegetables, and others with each supplying slightly different nutrients. The USDA recommends filling half of your plate with veggies. You won't be bored on a fish and vegetables diet. If you can't envision eating vegetables for breakfast, try a green smoothie made with soy or almond milk and leafy greens like kale or chard, or mix up a tofu scramble with peppers, mushrooms and onions. For lunch, opt for romaine lettuce topped with broiled or poached salmon or candlelit tuna. Dinners offer you endless variety. Broil any fish and serve with a sweet potato and mixed vegetables create a stir-fry using the veggies of your choice and shrimp or scallops make burritos with black beans, peppers and onions, or order sushi from your favorite takeout restaurant. Bess, the Italian word for fish, is being associated fault with people who add aquatic animals to a vegetarian diet. Pescetarians sometimes called pesco-vegetarians eat freshwater and saltwater fish and shellfish in addition to the fruits, vegetables, grains, legumes, eggs, and dairy. Vegetarians typically consume. While it isn't known how many people follow a pescetarian eating pattern, interest and the impact this diet has on its followers appears to be rising. The combination of the known benefits of a vegetarian lifestyle with the proven health effects of omega-3 fatty acid-rich 
Fish makes pescetarianism a potentially powerful ally in the interplay between nutrition and long-term health. Other research shows that eating fish may be good for the brain as well as the heart. A long-term study in the UK indicated that children born to women who ate at least 12 ounces of fish per week during pregnancy had higher IQs and better social, fine motor, and communication skills than kids whose moms ate fewer than 12 ounces, and a study by Chicago's Rush Institute for Healthy Aging found that over a four-year period, Chicagoans aged 65 to 94 who had at least one fish meal per week had a 60% lower risk of developing Alzheimer's disease compared with those who rarely or never ate fish. Pregnant and breastfeeding women should aim for 8 ounces to 12 ounces of a variety of seafood, but should limit albacore tuna to 6 ounces per week, and avoid tilefish, swordfish, shark, and king mackerel due to their high mercury content. Ask your doctor the guidelines specifically recommend salmon, anchovies, herring, sardines, Pacific oysters, trout, and Atlantic and Pacific mackerel not king. Mackerel is choice is higher in EPA and DHA and lower in mercury. These guidelines can fit well with a pescetarian eating pattern. It's important to remember that a pescetarian diet doesn't mean that one should eat fish three times a day, researcher says. It's a vegetarian diet that includes fish. So, that means lots of meals that are based on plant proteins, two beans, lentils, tofu, nuts, seeds. This includes salmon, trout, haddock, cod, sardines and many, many others. In nutrition, people tend to disagree a lot. Among the few things that everyone seems to agree on is that fish is good for you. Fish is rich in high-quality proteins various essential nutrients and omega-3 fatty acids, which are excellent for the brain, heart and various other parts of the body. Omega-3 fatty acids appear to be especially important for mental health and prevention of cardiovascular disease. Omega-3s are very beneficial for depression, which means that eating fish one to two times per week may literally make you feel better every single day. Due to pollution of the oceans, some fish may contain contaminants, but their health benefits still far outweigh any potential risk. Two-thirds of the earth is covered with water fish and other types of seafood present a wide array of paleo meal options. While it's important to be aware of environmental issues and potential food toxins, the benefits of eating fish are far greater than the risks, making seafood one important part of a balanced diet. Fish isn't quite as much of a micronutrient superhero as liver, but its nutritional profile is nothing to be ashamed of. In fact, the micronutrients found in fish are so important to proper brain development that some scientists speculate that we may even have evolved as coast dwellers to take advantage of these essential nutrients, as well as being an excellent source of protein, fish contains high levels of omega-3 polyunsaturated fatty acids, PUFA. In particular, seafood provides significant levels of two especially beneficial omega-3s, 
a pair of long-chain fatty acids called DPA and DHA. While it's important not to eat too much PUFA, making an effort to eat some. O's can actually be healthy, because the ratio of omega-3 to omega-6 also matters, and the modern diet contains far too much O6 and not nearly enough. O3. Eating high-quality seafood can help you improve your health by balancing this ratio. Studies have shown that moderate doses of EPA and DHA protect against heart disease. On the other hand, more is not necessarily better. Above a modest consumption, about two servings of wild-caught salmon or mussels per week the risk of a heart attack was not lowered any further. Like safe starches, O's are best consumed in moderation, rather than avoided. Entirely are eaten to excess. Fish and other types of seafood also contain vitamins A, C, and E, and even some vitamin D. Although to get all your required vitamin D from food, you'd have to eat quite a lot. Even better, seafood contains two essential minerals that can be hard to find from other foods. Iodine is one, table salt is fortified with iodine, so most people Eating the standard American diet get plenty of iodine from the iodized salt found in processed foods. On paleo, though, it's fairly easy to develop an iodine deficiency, especially if you don't eat a lot of seafood and aren't used to adding salt to your food. This is dangerous, since iodine is extremely important for healthy thyroid function, brain function, and cell metabolism. Iodine deficiency can cause thyroid problems and mental retardation, especially in babies born to iodine. Deficient women. Anything that lived in the sea at some point fish, shellfish, seaweed, or anything that ate them will contain significant amounts of iodine. Mollusks, very high in nutrients. Another essential nutrient found in seafood is selenium. This makes seafood an ideal dietary choice for people avoiding nuts, since the other major dietary source of selenium is Brazil nuts. Like iodine, selenium supports thyroid function and helps prevent oxidative stress. Although most people get plenty of selenium in their diet, people with malabsorptive disorders like undiagnosed food intolerances, Crohn's disease, celiac disease, or IBS, and people with chronically inflamed guts are more susceptible. Thus, getting enough seafood is especially important if your gut is damaged, because people with gut disorders should generally be avoiding nuts, including Brazil nuts. Unsurprisingly, the fattier a fish is, the more nutritious it tends to be. Salmon far ranks very lean fish like swai or tilapia. It's also useful to look beyond eating only fish mollusks clams, oysters, and mussels are extremely nutritious, with high levels of B vitamins and iron in addition to the micronutrients above. Shrimp, crab meat, squid, and lobster are also delicious options, and aquatic vegetables like seaweed can be prepared as a salad, or dried for a crispy, salty snack. Eating a many different types of seafood will provide you with a rich variety of micronutrients and help keep your diet constantly interesting and exciting. 
fish is a tasty and very nutritious addition to your diet. But like land animals, fish can also contain various environmental toxins that seep into our seas and oceans from commercial farming operations, manufacturing plants, and other wastes. One of the most common of these toxins is mercury, a heavy metal used in all kinds of industrial applications. Microorganisms in marine environments convert this mercury into methylmercury, which accumulates through the food chain. This means that the higher a fish is on the food chain, the more concentrated the mercury in its body will be small fish like sardines and anchovies have a very low concentration of mercury, while large predatory fish like swordfish have more. Mercury poisoning is the first risk of fish consumption that many people think of, and it's definitely a serious problem. Mercury is a very dangerous neurotoxin, a toxin that damages your brain and nervous system. Exposure to large amounts of mercury can cause loss of brain function in adults, and mental retardation in children. Pregnant women, in particular, are often warned to avoid mercury exposure because of the risk to the fetus. As serious as mercury poisoning is, all the well-intentioned warnings against eating fish may not actually be warranted. Mercury is certainly toxic, but the high levels of selenium in most fish naturally protects against mercury poisoning by binding to mercury, preventing the body from absorbing it. Thus, there's no reason to avoid fish because you're afraid of mercury poisoning. If you're very concerned, make an effort to eat fish lower on the food chain, and avoid fish that are very high in mercury. The four worst offenders in this regard are tilefish, king mackerel, shark, and swordfish. Tuna gets a lot of bad press for being loaded with mercury, but this is mostly because tuna is very popular, not because it's particularly problematic. Another common concern with fish consumption is the presence of other toxins, like PCBs and dioxins. Like mercury, these chemicals are industrial byproducts that leak into the water supply and contaminate our food from there. Although these chemicals are definitely cause for concern, fish isn't the major source of them in most people's diets in the U.S. food supply, 90% of the contamination from PCBs and dioxins comes from other foods, with only 9% from fish. Reducing your fish consumption to lower your overall risk from dioxins and PCBs is like running outside naked in the winter, deciding you're cold, and putting on one sock. It won't hurt, but it won't do much to help, either. In fact, if you replace the fish in your diet with foods higher in dioxins, you might even be making the problem worse. If you're concerned about environmental toxins and you should be you're better off focusing on the meat and vegetables in your diet. One last toxin that might sneak its way into your dinner is BPA. BPA is an environmental estrogenic chemical that prevents your hormonal systems from functioning normally commonly used in the lining of aluminum cans from there. It can leach into your food. If you buy salmon, tuna, sardines, or other canned fish, make sure to choose a brand packaged without BPA. Thus, 
although it's impossible to completely avoid consuming the toxins that modern industrial facilities spew out into the water, you can avoid BPA entirely by choosing your canned fish carefully, or simply buying fresh fish and avoiding cans altogether. As for mercury, PCBs, and dioxins, studies agree that the benefits of fish consumption are well worth the risks. Comparing the dangers of these toxins to the health benefits of a moderate fish intake. Scientists found that the potential dangers were insignificant compared to the obvious and well-documented benefits. The term salmon comes from the Latin samo, which in turn may have originated from salire, meaning to leap. The nine commercially important species of salmon occur in two genera. The genus Samo contains the Atlantic salmon found in the North Atlantic, as well as many species commonly named trout. The genus Oncorhynchus contains eight species which occur naturally only in the North Pacific. As a group, these are known as Pacific salmon. Chinook salmon have been introduced in New Zealand and Patagonia. Coho, freshwater sockeye, and Atlantic salmon have been established in Patagonia. Salmon is a popular food. Classified as an oily fish, salmon is considered to be healthy due to the fish's high protein, high omega-3 fatty acids, and high vitamin D content. Salmon is also a source of cholesterol, with a range of 23 to 214 mg 100 grams, depending on the species. According to reports in the journal Science, farmed salmon may contain high levels of dioxins. PCB polychlorinated biphenyl levels may be up to eight times higher in farmed salmon than in wild salmon, but still well below levels considered dangerous. Nonetheless, according to a 2006 study published in the Journal of the American Medical Association, the benefits of eating even farmed salmon still outweigh any risks imposed by contaminants. Farmed salmon has a high omega-3 fatty acid content comparable to wild salmon. The type of omega-3 present may not be a factor for other important health functions. Salmon flesh is generally orange to red, although white-fleshed wild salmon with white-black skin color occurs. The natural color of salmon results from carotenoid pigments, largely astaxanthin, but also canthaxanthin in the flesh. Wild salmon get these crotoids from eating krill and other tiny shellfish. The vast majority of Atlantic salmon available around the world are farmed. Almost 99%, whereas the majority of Pacific salmon are wild caught greater than 80%. Canned salmon in the U.S. is usually wild Pacific catch, though some farmed salmon is available in canned form. Smoked salmon is another popular preparation method, and can either be hot or cold smoked. Lox can refer to either cold smoked salmon or salmon cured in a brine solution also called gravlox. Traditional canned salmon includes some skin which is harmless and bone which adds calcium. Skinless and boneless canned salmon is also available. Raw salmon flesh may contain anisakis nematodes, marine parasites that cause anisakiasis. Before the availability of refrigeration, the Japanese 
did not consume raw salmon. Salmon and salmon roe have only recently come into use in making sashimi raw fish and sushi. To the indigenous peoples of the Pacific Northwest Coast, salmon is considered a vital part of the diet. Specifically, the indigenous peoples of Haida Gwaii, located near former Queen Charlotte Island in British Columbia, rely on salmon as one of their main sources of food, although many other bands have fished Pacific waters for centuries. Salmon are not only ancient and unique, but it is important because it is expressed in culture, art forms, and ceremonial feasts. Annually, salmon spawn in Haida, feeding on everything on the way upstream and down. Within the Haida Nation, salmon is referred to as jian, and is prepared in several ways. Including smoking, baking, frying, and making soup. Mackerel is a common name. Applied to a number of different species of pelagic fish, mostly, but not exclusively, from the family Scombridae. They are found in both temperate and tropical seas, mostly living along the coast or offshore in the oceanic environment. Mackerel typically have vertical stripes on their backs and deeply forked tails. Many species are restricted in their distribution ranges, and live in separate populations or fish stocks based on geography. Some stocks migrate in large schools along the coast to suitable spawning grounds, where they spawn in fairly shallow waters. After spawning they return the way they came, in smaller schools, to suitable feeding grounds often near an area of upwelling. From there they may move offshore into deeper waters and spend the winter in relative inactivity. Other stocks migrate across oceans. Smaller mackerel are forage fish for larger predators, including larger mackerel and Atlantic cod. Flocks of seabirds, as well as whales, dolphins, sharks and schools of larger fish such as tuna and marlin follow mackerel schools and attack them in sophisticated and cooperative ways. Mackerel is high in omega-3 oils and is intensively harvested by humans. In 2009, over 5 million tons were landed by commercial fishermen. Sport fishermen value the fighting abilities of the king mackerel. A tuna is a saltwater fish that belongs to the tribe Thoninae, a subgrouping of the mackerel family Scombridae, which together with the tunas, also includes the bonitos, mackerels, and Spanish mackerels. Thoninae comprises 15 species across five genera, the sizes of which vary greatly, ranging from the bullet tuna max, length 50 cm 1.6 feet, weight, 1.8 kg 4 pounds up, to the Atlantic bluefin tuna max, length 4.6 meters 15 feet, weight, 684 kg 1,508 pounds. The bluefin averages 2 meters 6.6 feet, and is believed to live for up to 50 years. Tuna can be a good source of omega-3 fatty acids. It can contain 300 milligrams 0.011 ounces per serving. However, the level of omega-3 oils found in canned tuna is highly variable, since some common manufacturing methods destroy much of the omega-3 oils in the fish. Tuna is also a good source of protein. 
researchers have recently discovered that tuna contains the mineral selenium. In an unusual form called seleninine, this form of selenium plays an important role in the health of the fish by serving as an antioxidant and protecting the fish's red blood cells from free radical damage. Interestingly, it is also able to bind together with mercury compounds in the fish's body, including methylmercury, or MEHG and lower their risk of mercury-related problems. Because there are approximately 2 to 3 milligrams of seleninine in a 4-ounce serving of tuna, we are likely to get some of the same antioxidant protection when we eat tuna. Equally interesting, perhaps tuna will turn out to be a fish that even when contaminated with mercury might pose less of a mercury risk than might otherwise be expected due to the presence of seleninine. There is some evidence to show that lower concentrations of both seleninine and selenium itself may be present in fresh tuna that lacks its characteristic reddish color and is more watery and softer in texture at the time of purchase. However, Further research is needed to determine exactly how the selenium content of tuna is related both to its appearance and also to its potential mercury risk. No single category of nutrient has been more clearly determined to have anti-inflammatory health benefits than omega-3 fatty acids. And tuna is equally well established as an important food source of omega-3s. In an average 5-ounce can of tuna you are likely to get about 7 to 28 milligrams of EPA, icosapentaenoic acid, and 140 to 850 milligrams of DHA, docosahexaenoic acid. Both EPA and DHA are critical omega-3 fatty acids for proper regulation of the body's inflammatory system and prevention of excessive inflammation. Generally speaking, you're likely to get more omega-3s from canned albacore than from canned light tuna made from other species of tuna like skipjack but also at times including yellowfin, tongal, or big eye. But you are also likely to get more mercury from canned albacore as well. Because albacore are typically larger and older, having had more opportunity to accumulate mercury from contaminated ocean waters. Researchers in the Department of Marine Science at Coastal Carolina University in Conway, South Carolina have recently taken a very interesting approach to this controversial trade-off between the beneficial, anti-inflammatory omega-3s found in fish and their undesirable contamination with mercury. These researchers reviewed nutritional studies on the anti-inflammatory benefits of omega-3s to arrive at a daily intake recommendation of 500 mg for EPA plus DHA combined. Next, they estimated how many servings of fish would be required to meet this recommended level. In the case of canned albacore tuna, for example, they estimated that a person would need to consume 9 servings per month with 7 ounces per serving to provide an average daily amount of 500 mg of EPA plus DHA. Using a similar type of logic, they then took the National Academy of Sciences, NAS, recommended safe dose level for mercury. Calculated a safe daily intake level of mercury from fish of 6.8 micrograms. And estimated how many daily fish servings a person could consume without 
going over this 6.8 microgram limit. In the case of canned albacore tuna, they determined that only three servings of canned albacore tuna could be eaten each month if a person wanted to stay below the 6.8 microgram daily limit for mercury. Based on this logic, they concluded that canned albacore tuna did not provide a good trade-off between omega-3s and mercury since a person would need nine servings per month to meet the omega-3 recommendation, but would actually have to stop after three servings in order to stay below the mercury limit. In fact, these researchers did not find any type of tuna not only canned albacore, but also canned light tuna and wild tuna that was able to meet the omega-3 recommendation without exceeding the mercury limit. They did find other fish, however, that provided the desired amount of omega-3s without going over the mercury limit. These other fish included salmon, trout, shrimp, and tilapia. While we admire the creativity and logic used by these researchers to evaluate the trade-off between omega-3s and mercury in fish, we take a somewhat different approach while using their same logic. Like these marine science researchers, we think it's important for individuals to minimize their food exposure to mercury, and we like the idea of staying below the NSAO limit. However, we also believe there is no reason for a person to depend exclusively on fish for their omega-3s, nor do we believe that all of a person's omega-3s must be provided in the form of EPA and DHA. Many foods can provide small amounts of omega-3s, and other forms of omega-3s like alpha-linolenic acid found in many plant foods also help to provide us with anti-inflammatory benefits. For these reasons, we believe that individuals have the flexibility to enjoy tuna and other types of fish by focusing on their overall diet and making sure they get plenty of anti-inflammatory omega-3s from all of their foods combined, while still staying below the mercury limit in their overall diet. From a practical standpoint, this approach means including a variety of omega-3 foods in the overall diet, emphasizing fish that are lower in mercury contamination, and including higher mercury fish on a more limited basis. Wild Caught Alaskan salmon, for example, could be eaten during the same week as tuna to help avoid excessive mercury exposure while still reaping the anti-inflammatory benefits of omega-3s, while small amounts of antioxidant nutrients like vitamin C, manganese, and zinc are provided by tuna. It is unusually rich in one particular antioxidant mineral, namely, selenium. This Antioxidant is not only concentrated in tuna but is also present in an unusual form called selenonine. Selenonine is especially helpful to the tuna as a nutrient for protecting their red blood cells from free radical damage. Interestingly, it is also able to bind together with mercury compounds in the fish's body including methylmercury, or MeHG and lower their risk of mercury-related problems. Because there are approximately 2 to 3 milligrams of selenonine in a 4 ounce serving of tuna, we are likely to get some of this same antioxidant protection whenever we eat tuna. Equally interesting, 
Chiname turned out to be a fish that, even when contaminated with mercury might pose less of a mercury risk to humans than might otherwise be expected due to the presence of selenium in this special form of selenonine. When you steam or sear or broil fresh tuna at home, this cooking process may also result in some special antioxidant benefits. These benefits are related to the presence of small protein fragments called peptides that may get formed during the cooking process when proteins in the tuna get broken down. Recent studies have shown that some of the protein breakdown products in tuna have strong antioxidant properties, including the ability to protect cell membranes from oxygen-related damage a process called lipid peroxidation. Mackerel is the name for several species of cold water, oily fish. These fish are gaining attention because of their high levels of omega-3 fatty acids, which are beneficial for cardiovascular health. The American Heart Association recommends eating fish at least twice per week. People with heart disease should consume about 1 gram per day of omega-3 fatty acids, which are abundant in oily fish. Most fish provide protein, vitamins, and minerals, and little saturated fat. They also are excellent sources of the omega-3 fatty acids icosapentaenoic acid, or EPA, and docosahexaenoic acid, or DHA. Oily fish such as mackerel, salmon, tuna and sardines contain the highest levels of EPA and DHA. The body cannot produce these substances but needs them in order to function properly, as noted by the IHA. Omega-3 fatty Acids might reduce the risk of irregular heartbeat, or arrhythmia, and they slow the growth of plaque in the arteries. Studies published in the journal Atherosclerosis in 1985 and 1986 evaluated the effects of mackerel in the diet on various cardiovascular health indicators. Men with mild high blood pressure ate canned mackerel every day in addition to a diet providing specific portions of protein carbohydrates and fat. Atherosclerosis is a disease in which plaque builds up inside your arteries. Arteries are blood vessels that carry oxygen-rich blood to your heart and other parts of your body. Plaque is made up of fat, cholesterol, calcium, and other substances found in the blood. Over time, plaque hardens and narrows your arteries. This limits the flow of oxygen-rich blood to your organs and other parts of your body. These men experienced significant decreases in blood pressure after eating mackerel for 8 months and then discontinuing the regimen, blood pressure returned to previous levels after 2 months. Researchers and colleagues also found benefits of eating mackerel for cholesterol and triglyceride levels. In the 1985 article, for instance, Participants experienced an average reduction in total cholesterol of 9% and in triglycerides of 28%. Levels of low-density lipoprotein, or LDL, cholesterol, the so-called bad cholesterol, dropped by 14%. In contrast, high-density lipoprotein, or HDL, cholesterol, the good cholesterol, increased by 12%. Most species of cooked mackerel provide 1.1 gram to 
1.7 gram of omega-3 fatty acids per 3 ounces serving, reports an article in the May-June 2003 issue of Natural Health by Associate Food Editor Cheryl Raymond. Select the smaller species of this fish. Atlantic, also called Boston. Pacific, also called Jack and Spanish mackerel have higher levels of omega-3 fatty acids than king mackerel. In addition, mercury content can be a problem. In large fish like the king mackerel, fresh mackerel is available all year. And Redmond recommends cooking it as soon as you buy it by grilling or broiling. If you choose canned mackerel, you may find the flavor of this fish in 4 ounces cans with olive oil to be milder than the mackerel sold in 15 ounces. Cans Sardine and pilchard are common names used to refer to various small, oily fish within the herring family of Glupidae. The term sardine was first used in English during the early 15th century and may come from the Mediterranean island of Sardinia, around which sardines were once abundant. The terms sardine and pilchard are not precise, and what is meant depends on the region. The United Kingdom's Sea Fish Industry Authority for example, classifies sardines as young pilchards. One criterion suggests fish shorter in length than 15 cm 6 in are sardines, and larger fish are pilchards. The FAO WHO Codex Standard for Canned Sardines cites 21 species that may be classed as sardines fish base, a comprehensive database of information about fish, calls at least six species pilchard over a dozen just sardine, and many more with the two basic names qualified by various adjectives. Sardines are commonly consumed by human beings. Fresh sardines are often grilled, pickled or smoked, or preserved in cans. Sardines are rich in vitamins and minerals. A small serving of sardines once a day can provide 13% of vitamin B2 roughly one quarter of niacin and about 150% of the recommended daily value of vitamin B12. All B vitamins help to support proper nervous system function and are used for energy metabolism, or converting food into energy. Also, sardines are high in the major minerals such as phosphorus, calcium, potassium, and some trace minerals including iron and selenium. Sardines are also a natural source of marine omega-3 fatty acids, which may reduce the occurrence of cardiovascular disease. Recent studies suggest that regular consumption of omega-3 fatty acids reduces the likelihood of developing Alzheimer's disease. These fatty acids can also lower blood sugar levels. They are also a good source of vitamin D, calcium, vitamin B12, and protein because they are low. In the food chain, sardines are very low in contaminants such as mercury. Relative to other fish commonly eaten by humans, sardines are rich in numerous nutrients that have been found to support cardiovascular health. They are one of the most concentrated sources of the omega-3 fatty acids EPA and DHA, which have been found to lower triglycerides and cholesterol levels one serving 3.25 ounce can of sardines actually contains over 50% of the daily value for these important nutrients sardines are an excellent source of vitamin b12 ranking 
as one of the world's healthiest food most concentrated in this nutrient. Vitamin B12 promotes cardiovascular well-being since it is intricately tied to keeping levels of homocysteine in balance homocysteine can damage artery walls with elevated levels being a risk factor for atherosclerosis sardines are not only a rich source of bone building vitamin D a nutrient not so readily available in the diet and one that is most often associated fault with fortified dairy products vitamin D plays an essential role in bone health since it helps to increase the absorption of calcium sardines are also a very good source of phosphorus a mineral that is important to strengthening the bone matrix additionally as high levels of homocysteine are related to osteoporosis sardines vitamin b12 rounds out their repertoire of nutrients that support bone health for many years researchers have known that vitamin d in the form of calcitriol, participates in the regulation of cell activity. Because cell cycles play such a key role in the development of cancer, optimal vitamin D intake may turn out to play an important role in the prevention of various types of cancer. Sardines are rich in protein, which provides us with amino acids. Our bodies use amino acids to create new proteins, which serve as the basis for most of the body's cells and structures. Proteins form the basis of muscles and connective tissues, antibodies that keep our immune system strong, and transport proteins that deliver oxygen and nutrients throughout our bodies. Sardines are named after Sardinia, the Italian island where large schools of these fish were once found. While sardines are delightful enjoyed, fresh, they are most commonly found canned, since they are so perishable. With growing concern over the health of the seas, people are turning to sardines. Since they are at the bottom of the aquatic food chain, feeding solely on plankton, and therefore do not concentrate heavy metals, such as mercury, and contaminants as do some other fish. While there are six different types of species of sardines belong to the Clupidae family, more than 20 varieties of fish are sold as sardines throughout the world. What these fish share in common is that they are small, saltwater, oily rich, silvery fish that are soft boned. In the United States, sardines actually refers to a small herring, and adult sardines are known as pilchards, a name that is commonly used in other parts of the world. Sardines are abundant in the seas of the Atlantic, Pacific and Mediterranean with Spain, Portugal, France, and Norway being the leading producers of canned sardines. Extremely popular in the United States in the 20th century, sardines are now making a comeback as people realize that they are an incredibly rich source of omega-3 fatty acids and vitamin D and that, because they are small fish at the bottom of the food chain, they are not as likely to contain concentrated amounts of contaminants such as mercury and PCBs. Sardines get their name from the Italian island of Sardinia, where the fish originally were found in abundance swimming in large schools. Sardines have been eaten across Europe and North America for hundreds of years, but only recently they have moved into the spotlight more as research continues to tell us that omega-3 
fatty acids have numerous health benefits and should be considered an essential part of everyone's diet. Sardines nutrition has been enjoyed in the seas of the Atlantic, Pacific and Mediterranean region. Today, nations including Spain, Portugal, France, and Norway are the leading producers of canned sardines. Sardines belong to the species of fish known as glupids. They are a small, salty-tasting, saltwater fish. There are actually more than 20 varieties of sardines that are commonly sold throughout the world. All sardine varieties are royally, silver in color, have small bones, and share the same health benefits. Sardines are referred to in different ways around the world, sometimes called small herring in the U.S. or pilchards in Europe and other areas. Sardines of course can be eaten fresh and broiled, roasted, or grilled, but most often people buy canned sardines which are widely available in most grocery stores. Sardines are often canned immediately after being caught because they are known to be very perishable. It's important to note that there is a big difference in terms of nutrients between freshly caught wild fish and farmed fish. You always want to purchase and eat wild fish and avoid farm-raised fish whenever you can. Fish farms often produce fish using antibiotics and pesticides, plus they feed fish in a national diet of grains. This results in farm fish having lower nutrients than wild fish and more toxins too. Research has found that farmed fish has less usable omega-3 fatty acids than wild-caught fish and a 20% lower protein content. Farmed fish are fattier and have a high concentration of omega-6 fatty acids which can create a dangerous inflammation causing imbalance between levels of omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids within the body. It's best to purchase canned sardines that have been packed in olive oil or water as opposed to soybean oil or other types of refined oils. Sardines tend to last for a decent amount of time once canned, but it's still best to always check the date to make sure they have not expired and last their nutrients. Store canned sardines in a cool and dry place, like your kitchen cabinets, and try consuming them within a few months. Ideally, if you are able to find and purchase fresh sardines, you'll want to Look for small fish with a fresh smell that still remains shiny and firm. Always use fresh sardines with a few days of purchasing them, since they are considered a very perishable fish. You can store them on ice in the refrigerator for several days. Sardines are an excellent source of vitamin B12 and selenium. They are a very good source of phosphorus, omega-3 fatty acids, protein and vitamin D. Additionally. They are a good source of calcium, niacin, copper, vitamin B2 and choline. Sardines are one of the best national sources in the world of essential omega-3 fatty acids, with 1-3.2 ounces can providing roughly 50% of your daily needs. Sardines nutrition provides both EPA and DHA, which are two fatty acids that studies shown the body uses to reduce inflammation resulting in improved heart health, the ability to maintain proper brain function, helping to ward off gum disease.
the numerous benefits of omega-3 fatty acids are related to their ability to act as an anti-inflammatory, leading them to be effective in the treatment and prevention of hundreds of medical conditions. Some of the best reasons to consume foods like sardines that are high in omega-3 are their ability to help defend against mood disorders like depression and anxiety, ADHD, various types of cancer, arthritis, infertility, and especially heart disease. Omega-3 fatty acids have importantly been shown to lower unhealthy cholesterol levels and triglycerides, making them one of the most important foods for a healthy cardiovascular system. Omega-3 fats come in three forms. DHA, EPA, and Alabama researchers note HALA is found in plant foods including walnuts, flax seeds, chia seeds, and hemp seeds for example. EPA and DHA are found in fatty fish including sardines, and also salmon and mackerel. EPA and DHA have been shown to be the most beneficial and easily absorbed by the body, which makes sardines an even more beneficial option for obtaining these specific kinds of fatty acids. There is almost no part of the body that sardines nutrition doesn't contribute to in a positive way from heart health to metabolism, cellular function to maintaining a positive mood. Studies have shown that around 40% of Americans are actually deficient in important vitamin B12, a water-soluble vitamin that helps to maintain function including nerve function, brain health, blood cell formation, energy levels. A vitamin B12 deficiency, even a mild one, can cause symptoms including nerve damage, impaired mental function, problems properly getting oxygen into cells, and chronic fatigue. One can of sardines provides a whopping 338% of your daily vitamin B12 needs. Sardines also provide high levels of selenium, with over 80% of your daily needs in one can. Selenium is an essential trace mineral that is actually an important antioxidant, required for your body to create and convert glutathione known as the master antioxidant. Selenium helps prevent oxidative damage in the body also called free radical damage. Helps iodine to regulate metabolism, facilitates with the process of recycling vitamin C in the body, and improves cellular function and protection. Selenium is an important mineral for supporting detoxification since it has the ability to take stress off the digestive and endocrine organs like the liver and thyroid. A deficiency in selenium can result in thyroid impairment, increased chances of becoming sick due to a poor immune system, reproductive problems due to imbalanced hormones, mood disorders, and heart disease. Protects bone health with high levels of calcium and vitamin D. Sardines are a great source of various vitamins and minerals that are essential for maintaining a healthy skeletal structure, especially these three calcium, vitamin D, and phosphorus. Consuming foods rich in calcium like sardines can prevent bone mineral loss and help to heal broken bones following injuries. Calcium is an extremely important mineral in the body, with roughly 99% of the body's calcium being stored in the bones and teeth. Calcium found 
within the bone structure is used as a storage area so that the body is able to release calcium into the bloodstream when it is needed. The mineral is also importantly used for transmitting nerve signals, forming blood clots, balancing hormones, aiding in muscle contractions, and balancing your body's acid, alkaline level, or pH level. A deficiency in calcium can result in symptoms including osteoporosis, unhealthy teeth, tooth decay, muscle tension, unhealthy levels of high blood pressure. For those who avoid consuming dairy products which is the food group that most people eating a standard western diet rely on for calcium sardines, make an excellent source of this much needed mineral in dairy's place. Vitamin D is an important sat-soluble vitamin that is essential for maintaining healthy bones because it facilitates in the absorption of calcium, along with magnesium and vitamin K. Most adults are actually considered to have vitamin D deficiency, due to spending much of their time inside. It is often difficult to get enough vitamin D from food alone without enough sun exposure, but Sardines are an excellent source that helps meet daily recommended values with over 40% in one can. A deficiency in vitamin D can result in a softening of the bones called osteomalacia or a bone abnormality called rickets. In addition to poor immune system function, mood disorders, autoimmune diseases, an increased risk for various forms of cancer, hormone imbalances, low energy and brain disorders. In addition to vitamin D, phosphorus found in sardines also plays an important role in building and maintaining bone mineralization. Thanks to their high content of omega-3 fatty acids, sardines nutrition can help to prevent mood disorders including anxiety and depression. Many recent studies have focused on omega-3's impact on mental health, particularly EPA and are concluding that these essential fats can play a vital role in boosting mood and maintaining healthy brain function, helping you to beat depression. The brain itself is made up of roughly 60% fat, so obtaining the right ratio of fatty acids is crucial for the function of the central nervous system and your overall mood. Studies have shown that as omega-3 intake declines, depression rates normally climb. Unfortunately, in the last few decades there has been a significant drop in the amount of omega-3 fatty acids that people living in developed Western nations consume on average. At the same time, the amount of omega-6 fatty acids in the diet has drastically gone up, since these types of fats are found in most processed foods and refined, hydrogenated oils. The balance between omega-6 and omega-3 fats is crucial for overall health, including brain function. It's now believed that an imbalance in these fats is partially to blame for increased rates of anxiety and depression in developed nations. Sardines are packed with both healthy fats and protein, which both work to slow down the absorption of sugar into the bloodstream. Combining high Protein and fat foods like sardines with carbohydrates especially refined kinds like white bread or pasta helps the body to release glucose, sugar, from the carbs into the bloodstream more slowly, so you avoid a sugar spike, followed by a quick dip.
consuming foods with essential fats and proteins is especially important for people who have diabetes, metabolic syndrome, or other conditions related to insulin resistance. Sardines are high in both protein and healthy fat, which helps to make you feel full and to curb food cravings. Considering all of their health benefits, sardines are low in calories but high in essential nutrients which many people are often lacking. Especially omega-3 fats and vitamin D sardines are a great source of low calorie protein for people who need to lose some weight but who are watching calorie intake. Because sardines can help to defend against nutrient deficiencies, to control blood sugar levels, and to maintain a healthy metabolism and energy levels. They are actually beneficial for nearly everyone, whether weight loss is the goal or not. They provide an array of nutrients that support the body. Following physical activity and promote the feeling of satiety which can help you to maintain a healthy weight. One of the best reasons to regularly consume sardines in place of other fish is because of their sustainability and low contaminant levels. Sardines are considered a fish at the bottom of the aquatic food chain because they eat plankton, which means they do not carry toxins and heavy metals as much as many other fish like red snapper, tuna, and swordfish do. Avoiding pollutants, including heavy metals like mercury, is one of the biggest concerns for many people today, so purchasing sardines is a good way to get important omega-3s from fish without compromising on keeping toxins out of your diet. While many people have concerns over the depletion of fish in oceans due to overfishing, sardines are believed to be one of the most abundant and sustainable sources.